name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to morning Mass here at St Bride's Church on the celebration of the Feast of St Bride. This is the funeral Mass uh, for the repose of the soul of Mary Turley. Welcome uh, to Helen and David and Brian, uh, to Diane and Elaine and Gordon and Nan and John. Welcome to nephews and nieces and all family relatives who are here with us today. Welcome to Mary's friends and welcome to friends of the family too that are with us. This is a very sad moment in the life of this family. Mary is much missed and will be much miss missed in the future too. Mary herself had a long life though uh, and a happy and contented life too. Uh, which she was able to do uh, many things and see many things too. On a day like this then, uh, when there is sadness, there's also uh, a moment to be thankful to for her kindnesses, for her hard work, for her dedication, for her friendship and for her love. Today uh, we bring uh, Mary to this church then uh, and offer the Mass uh, for her and for the repose of her soul. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble, so, that, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him, for all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. We stand. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may always see the glory you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Father, righteous one, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me, that I have made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that the love with which you loved me may be in them and so that I may be in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. One of the things that I often used to think about Mary was that she liked to laugh. She could always see the funny side uh, in situations. She had a kind of hearty laugh as well, and she had a broad smile too. Those things that happen in life, uh, those random things, uh, very often made her laugh. And it tells us much about her nature and her personality for she could very often see the funny things in life. To get through life uh, with a sense of humour is a good thing. When she was able to be at Mass in times gone by, she would sit uh, always with her friend uh, Maureen Kenny, always at the back of the church. Maureen, uh, whose hearing was never good, often complained that she could never really hear the Mass. Of course, it didn't help that she was the furthest away from the altar itself. Both herself uh, and Mary would speak in stage whispers, which everyone could hear in the church. 
and I was conscious that they were like children, chatting, and very often, believe it or not, swapping sweets during the Mass too. Of course, Maureen herself would be anxious uh, for the Mass to end so that she could get out for a smoke. Mary would just raise her eyebrows as Maureen would dash for the doors. They were both great characters here in this community uh, and would come to Mass with each other. Uh, They would spend maybe Saturday nights with each other, maybe having the odd whiskey together, and they would have family holidays together too. Their trips uh, to Spain and places have become family legends. Some people have short lives, don't they, cut short uh, by illness. But as it turns out, not so for Mary. She had a good long life in which she was very happy and very content. God had given her a good long life. She's able to see the family up and doing well. And this gave her immense pleasure. In the end, I was able to come and give her the last sacraments in the final moments of her life. Her faith had always meant a great deal to her in her life, and I think that she would have been greatly consoled at this. She would be pleased that all was in its place. She went to the loving God that she always had believed in. Her tent itself, as the reading of today's Mass says, was rolled up, packed away, and she was ready to go to the heavenly home. As God would wish, as we hear also in the reading of today's Mass, that we should be where where he is, not guests in his house, but part of a household, not servants, but friends. And we are consoled in the thought of the love of God that gathers us up in the end. In her own faith, she always believed that she had been blessed in so many ways. She often used to say to me that prayers were answered, guidance given, strength granted in her life to do many things. It was a living and strong faith that she had from the beginning right up to the end. In the church today, one of the things that maybe we realise is that we are led by an amazing grace. God himself guides our life in ways that we can never imagine. Nothing can thwart it. Nothing can stop it being brought to a good end. Nothing can come between us and this love of God. Just a a few words maybe by way of reflection on Mary's life uh, for you today. Uh, She was born on the 11th of August 1936. Her mother and father, Mary and Joseph. How could you go wrong with a mother and father called Mary and Joseph? She lived in a place called Waterloo uh, near Wishaw uh, and moved to Moss End in her young days. She had a sister, Nan, and brother, John. Thank God they're here, here today with us. She also had an uncle, Ollie, who stayed uh, with them, and he was like a big brother to them. She attended uh, Moss End Primary and Bells Hill High School, and like many of her own generation, she loved to dance and couldn't wait till the weekend came till she could go dancing. Early working life, she was in Norman's uh, Builders and Honeywell's, and she became an accomplished typist. It was in uh, the Honeywell's uh, factory uh, that she met her future husband, Tim. Uh, They married in 1958, and she herself became a Catholic in 1960. Family were to follow, uh, Helen and David and Brian, 
and in time a grandson to uh, Gordon. She worked in numerous jobs in her life uh, to support the family. Sadly, her husband Tim died in 1983, which was a great sorrow for her and also for the family too. In times to come, she was to possess a caravan, which was the delight of her life, and she would spend many great holidays uh, in that caravan. Later in life, she had a great friendship with Kenny, and they had good times travelling together around the country uh, and visiting uh, her son David in Florida too. She had, as you probably know, knowing her better than myself, a great love for shopping, uh, but had to put up with online shopping in those latter days of her life. Safe to say that the house itself was besieged with parcels arriving at the door. She had a great zest for life. She liked things like the hairdressers, like clothes, like nice things, like new technology. Embraced life and didn't hide from it. Could be easily persuaded also, I believe, to sing at parties and karaoke. She's shown at her own son's 60th birthday too. She made friends very easily uh, in her life, all her life, and she had great relationships with her neighbours, especially Vaughan and Robert, who were very kind to her indeed. So many good things to remember today, isn't there? So many good memories uh, from the past. It was a life that was lived rather than just simply passed away. There was a great zest for life and living. Maybe there's a lesson for that for us all in that, isn't there? That God gives us the life that we have to do so much. Looking back in her life, there is, as I mentioned at the beginning, much to be thankful for. Today, then, at this uh, Mass, we are thankful for Mary's life, a good wife. She was a good mother, exceptional, kind, attentive and loving. Her children, their spouses, her grandchild, uh, her brother and sister, all her family loved her very much. And in future times, she will be greatly missed by them all. But today, amidst uh, the sadness which is natural, uh, there is that sense of counting blessings, isn't there? Blessings in a life which has been so special uh, to many people. Uh, a life of love uh, for other people and a life in which she was loved too. Today then we've come to the church then to thank God for this precious life and we've come to pray for Mary at the end of her life. May God grant her the eternal peace that she always yearned for at the end. May I ask you to join in the offertory hymn of today's Mass.
priest to stand. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity. Together, Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him. O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. May I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. 
that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. It's customary in the church uh, to offer at this stage each other a sign of peace, so I invite you to offer your neighbour a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. forward for communion but if you feel unable to receive communion you might like a blessing instead uh, just to place your hand on your breast uh, and I'll give you a blessing but if you don't want to receive communion or blessing then just to remain seated where you are.
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant us strengthened by it, our dear sister Mary, may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. So oh. 